Welcome back to Talk of the Town on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC on WHTC.com and on the WHTC app for your smartphone. Once again, here's your host, Gary Stevens. Welcome back to Talk of the Town for this Wednesday, February 7th. It's been a while since we've had our friends at the Eric District Library stop by to tell us what's going on at the library. But uh, when they notified us that uh, it is Eric District Library's Makers Month, we uh, reached out and we will have an update today from our friends at Eric District Library, Heather Thompson, who is the teen librarian, is on the other side of our table this morning. Heather, good morning. Glad you are able to join us. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Uh, if you have a question about what's going on at Herrick District Library or about this Makers Month events, that'll be at the library. Heather will be happy to answer it at 616-395-1450, 616-395-1450. Before we go too much further... Heather's title is teen librarian. No, that does not mean she is a teenager doing librarian work. Uh, exactly what is your role with the library? So I get to work with, and teen's a little bit of a misnomer, I get to work um, more, most specifically with our um, patrons that are ages 11 to 18 and middle and high school. I really get to work with all youth, but I, I specialize more in working with our 11 to 18 year olds, doing programs with them, um, listening to their needs and wants, and just making sure that they are getting the services that everyone else in our community is getting. How long have you been doing this? So I've been with Herrick District Library since June of last year. Of, or 2022, rather, I guess. Yeah. yeah, June of 2022. So it's relatively new here. Yes. But overall experience dealing with young adults. So overall dealing with young adults, um, I would say going on 12 years, I was a okay. teacher before I was a librarian. Okay. So. That means that I w before we talk about Maker's Mouth, I want to have the opportunity to talk to someone who does deal with our youth today and Sometimes it comes to the point of how have they changed over the 12 years you've done this or have they changed and in what ways? So I would say at, at the core, teenagers are teenagers. Um, they're the way they express themselves are a little bit different as technology has risen, but Ultimately, they're looking to connect with each other and people who understand them. They're trying to figure themselves out. Um, and I wouldn't say that's changed since I was a teenager and since I have been working with youth. That that seems to be the common thread is they're just looking for ways to connect, looking for ways to understand themselves, just changing how they're expressing it as technology evolves. Yeah. It just seems as if you put, you put the point there. The way they express is different, but the needs pretty much are the same. Yeah, I would say that is an accurate statement. Almost um, pretty much the same as when maybe you were in that same boat. <laughs> I, I would say so. I mean, when I was their age, my main search engine was Google. I would say right now their main search engine is TikTok and YouTube. Yeah. Uh, they, they try to express themselves, but they have the, the same fears, same uh, uh, insecurities, 
is the fear is the term I really wanted to add, bring out because that is a time when, as you mentioned, they're trying to find themselves. So in your role as the teen librarian, how do you connect to the resources to meet some of their needs? I would say, honestly, the greatest resource for me is listening to them and letting them know that I'm actually listening to them. So when I have conversations with teens, I'm engaging with what they're saying. I'm remembering what they're talking about when I see them again so that they know that when I'm listening, I'm caring too. Um, Sometimes truth or perception, sometimes they feel as though they aren't being heard. And so when they talk to an adult who, who's showing them that they are being heard, that really goes a long way with them. Let's get to a call. 616-395-1450, 616-395-1450. Good morning. You're on the line with Heather Thompson from the library. So, would you like better being a teacher that you were? Or being a library? Yeah. What? Oh, I... I mean, there are certainly things that I miss about teaching, but I feel like the library is is where I'm supposed to be, and I, I do love being a teen librarian. All right. Thank you very much for the call. 616-395-1450, 616-395-1450. There will be some who would say, and again, we're, we're dealing more with Heather Thompson in her role as a teen librarian, before we talk a little bit about the HDL Makers Month, and we will get to that. There are some who would say that in this day and age, when information can be had by typing on the search uh, at a search engine, um, be it Google, Yahoo, Ask Jeeves. Yes, I know I'm dating myself. <laughs> Uh, some of the Netscape, I mean, I remember those days, but with that day and age now, we have that, the day, the era of Wikipedia, that the library has become, well, shall we say redundant, uh, an anachronism and the like. How would you respond to people who would say, we don't need a library today? Well, I would say, um, we need to help the community under Uh, perception of the library because we really are one so much more than a building especially with access to e-materials we're we're really kind of an equalizer in the community because we're free no matter what we do we're free if it's programs we're free if it's materials we're free if it's a space for you to come and hang out we're we're really just there for everyone and we're also constantly trying to make sure we're meeting the community needs so that we don't become redundant, but also, as you said, there's information dumping everywhere. And we as professionals try to make sure that we're providing the, re- the resources to the community to make sure that the information they're receiving, they can evaluate to be sure, is this accurate? Is this true? Because so much information that's put out there, I think we know is false and it's hard sometimes to look for it because people get more sophisticated about how they hide it. We can go further into the ethics and some of the other ramifications of libraries and their roles in community today. We'll save that discussion (laughs) for another time. Not that we don't need to, but we want to sort of 
but also the focus on what is going on at Herrick District Library. And February is Maker Month at Herrick District Library. What, you're going to ask people to make their own books? Kind of tough to get the spine glue and all that. No, no, no. <laughs> what exactly is Maker Month? <laughs> so Maker Month um, is something that we came up with as a committee at the library. And making really can be so many different things. So we've narrowed it down to have four different topics throughout the month of February. So this this week we're focusing on mosaic work, and we've already had adult and kid program, adult kid and teen programs for making mosaics. Adults got to make tile um, mosaic coasters. Kids did pixel post-it mosaics, and uh, teens last night worked on a mosaic that's actually going to be um, displayed at Windmill Island Gardens this summer. And the community is also welcome to come work on that the rest of the week. Um, we're looking forward to the different kind of making the rest of the week with uh, paper crafts, print making, and embroidery and sewing. So it's really just giving our patrons the opportunity to come and explore maybe a new craft, new making model that they haven't tried before. And we're there to kind of give them guidance, but also sometimes there's specialized tools and you don't want to necessarily go out and buy it and then find you don't like it. So we've got the supplies for you so you can see if you like it before you go try it on your own. In this day and age where a lot of people's interests, uh, shall we say, begin and end in the palm of their hand with their smartphones, this is sort of bringing back some of the crafts that, you know, Maybe their moms and dads or their grandparents did. Yeah, it it is it is the, the what we're focusing on is more of that aspect of it. Um, there's just something really accomplishment focused when you're when you end something and you're like, oh, I made that, I did that, and I also find there's a joy in learning a new a new skill, a new craft, and getting to see that end product really just brings home that sense of accomplishment. So, so again, some of these uh, 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 crafts, and I'm, I'm looking through the uh, uh, press release that the library had, uh, a postcard book club. Now, when I was younger, when people were more open about lighting them up and lighting up the Marlboros and the Paul Malls, uh, one thing people collected were matchbooks. And this is I, 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 this is not collecting matchbooks. It's collecting postcards, isn't it? Yes. So um, at the North Branch, they actually do a different postcard club every month. Um, they themed it a little bit more towards our Maker Month for February. But they do do a new postcard, and they have a little mailbox, so kids can come and do the related postcard book club there. And they usually have a book related as well. Yeah, I know that sometimes there you see the postcards, greetings from Holland, you know, and they have the big letters and the background yeah. and all that. Yeah. It's like it's it's so quaint. It's like collecting bobbleheads when you know the, the old classic bobbleheads. But anyway, that's that's another another subject. The meeting tomorrow over at the North Branch, uh talking about exploring engineering with Michigan manufacturing. Yes. So that um, the Exploring Engineering is actually part of a series that we've been doing, a STEM series all year, and we've got several more coming along. And we've been getting experts in the community coming and doing different talks, different programs. 
Um, they're going to be focusing on just the manufacturing aspect tomorrow and get to show how they go through that process of making new materials and hopefully get some of our younger patrons excited about the STEM options. A couple of other, and we're bringing up some of the programs that are going to be at the library, be it the main library over on River Avenue or the branch, or the uh, North Branch over on uh, Riley. Uh, my wife is, is sometimes works with gelatin, gelatin stuff, making things with gelatin. In fact, I think I have one uh, mm -hmm. in my office uh, here. Gelatin printmaking for kids coming up on the twentieth over on the at the main branch. Yes, so. That one is a great option if you're worried about schedules because it's a drop-in program. You don't need to register. Um, Miss Amanda is going to be and is going to be working with our kids so that they can design what they want to their own pattern to be, and then they're going to be able to reproduce it multiple times using a gelatin print pad. So that will be an interesting way it's it's kind of a nice fun low budget printmaking option and then uh, near the end of the month learning to hand sew we're on the north branch yes our learning to hand sew is another opportunity for our kids because we wanted to make sure we had opportunities for kids teens and adults all month um and we have their their they gave it a cute little darn it name if you're familiar yeah. with with um, sewing terms when you darn things. So they are going to learn some of the basics of hand sewing, and they've got some cute little shapes and different things. They're going to make like little fluffy, fluffy characters together. Well, yeah, which is fine. The creative aspect of it is good. There are some, and I'm just going to make a comment on this. There are some are saying that the... Uh, Demise of home economic classes in high school is disturbing because these home ec classes taught girls and some guys too how to sew, how to, you know, if they have to fix their pants or, or uh, uh, you know, other items to be able to fend for themselves. Not, you know, you know, you rip your pants. Well, nowadays that's that's a fashion statement, but still, <laughs> to be able to fix a hole instead of having to say, "I got to go go online buy another pair of jeans," you know. Yeah, I I would say there also has been a because I I think that's been going on in schools some, and I think some schools have responded by bringing some of those classes back. But also, we've been seeing more people wanting to learn how to do those things. We've We've actually previously done programs uh, to teach adults how to mend socks before. And so... How to iron? Um, <laughs> I'm not sure if it ironing happened, but it was a good... I mean, I'm sure it was part of the process. Yeah. Um, but they... We, we are trying to address those needs because especially, I think we know with inflation and the economic times, it has been brought up that, oh, uh, we can't just necessarily go and replace all the time. And so we're, we're trying to address those needs as well. And learn Stretch those the budget. Yes. You know? <laughs> and it's the, 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 being able to fend for yourself. You don't under, you and I say general, you don't understand out there sometimes the importance of knowing how to fend for yourself to be able, yes, you can boil some hot water. Learn how to cook a little bit. Learn how to fix a hole in the sack. Learn how to iron so that, you know, you don't look like you just rumpled out of bed. You know, these are 
Uh, I know life this skills. is going away. Life I'm going. Skills. I'm going away from 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 this, but it it you know I I see things such as this, and it, it just brings up the uh, the part about the Maker's Month. We're creating things, but also life skills, and you you put it so well, Heather, yeah. using that term. So that that's good, Heather. Uh, what I would normally be asking you is what the library might be doing on this February for Black History Month. But as I wanted to make sure you were prepared in case I was going to, when I was going to ask it, but then when you said maybe not much because of renovation, red light just came on saying, wait a minute, renovation. What exactly is going on with this renovation? What can you tell us? So we are renovating our main library branch downtown. Uh, it's been it's been going on since we started this past summer. Our whole building is being renovated, but we are staying open the entire time through renovation. Um, we are coming up on our children's area being open. That should be open in March. Um, Groundworks is going to be opening up in March as well. So we're we're moving along. We're we're excited about it. We've uh, had a bunch. We've gotten to take peeks at the spaces as they've been coming along. There's also a sneak peek of a cool thing being added to the children's department of a fairy tree from ODC that's being added. You can get a sneak peek on our Instagram page, um, Herrick DL, if you want to see it. Yeah, it's pretty that's cool. Fine. That's fine. Um, and we're the the major things are our roof because it's it's leaking, and as you know, books and water they just don't go together. No, so no, no, we, no, that's bad. <laughs> yes, so we're we're focusing on on fixing that, and um, as, as you mentioned, I said there's not a ton right now for Black History Month because of programming space. So we've been focusing on also having programs out in the community, um, at and partnering with different locations to have programs there, as well as utilizing our beautiful North Branch. All right. Now, le leads me to a couple of things. First of all, uh, do you know off the top of your head how long this renovation is going to take? So uh, we're being told we should be um, done in the fall. Okay. So it's basically get through, you know, get, get to September, October, and, and then the library hopefully will be A-okay. I will mention this. Back in August, we had our, our, our special programming because July 31st actually was our, this past July 31st was our 75th anniversary mm -hmm. of broadcasting on 1450 AM uh, WHTC. And I played excerpts of our 10-year anniversary program and the Holland mayor at that time, this was 1958, was talking about some of the uh, uh, new things that have come up. Um, you know, a brand new civic center that was only like five or six years old. And one of the lines that I remember that mayor said was, we're looking forward to a new library on River Avenue, Herrick district library as it turns out to be so we're talking renovations some 75 76 i mean 65 years yes. later and people might think wait a minute you know library is still relatively new no, 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 no if something was around in the eisenhower administration it needs renovating <laughs> 
Yes. Parts parts of it are a little bit newer, but the main part of the building, yes, definitely dates back further. Yeah. Uh, by the way, for those of you who are new to our area and aren't really sure, library. Where's the library? Not hard to find. River Avenue and 12th. Basically, that's the intersection. There's a new stoplight there. It is basically kitty corner from Centennial, Centennial Park. Yeah. Uh, look for the original Wizard of Oz statues on the uh, north side of the structure. No, you're not. It's not statues of Frank, uh, 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 of Frank Morgan or Ray Bolger or Jack Haley or uh, uh, Bert Lahr or Judy Garland. These are the original Wizard of Oz from the book. And it's outside of the Herrick District Library. Uh, it gets a lot of people stopping, maybe not stopping by inside during tulip time, but people oh, know they where come the, in, they do. They do, because then they'll ask us about the books, because they'll want to see the different versions of Wizard of Oz. And the thing is, they might just say, hey, wait a minute, why is all this Wizard of Oz stuff doing here in Holland? And there you go. You explain about L. Frank Baum's a uh, 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 couple of his books were written in. Makatawa, yes. Michigan, over on the south side. Yes, and I believe our adult service, our public services, also has some history about that as well. So uh, that's where Herrick District Library, and uh, just want to let people know, it's herrickdl.org is the website, herrickdl.org. All right, one final question, and this is not so much for Heather Thompson is teen librarian, is in Heather Thompson librarian, period. Okay. Welcome to your library. I'm looking at the website. Let's go get a library card. Okay. This is a pretty much of a primer question. How do you get a library card, Merrick? And how do you qualify for one? If you do qualify, you need to qualify for one. Yes. So we have um, several different sections of town. Um, that qualify for a Herrick District Library card. And even if you find yourself not qualifying for one of our cards, but you live locally, chances are we will also have that local card and still be able to sign you up and just give you that library's library card. Um, if you come to the library, if you're at the North Branch, it's right there at the service desk when you walk in. They can help you out there. If you come to the main branch on River, if you walk in and there's a service desk right there, one of them, one of the stations is called the card desk, and they are set up to fully help you. You will need some identification with you to show where you live and your name and address and everything, and they will help set you up. In the category of playing nice with other libraries, what collaboratives so, does Herrick play so with? So we are part of the Lakeland co uh, Cooperative, and so we have... Oh, gosh, I don't even know how many libraries it is, but it is quite a few libraries in our area, and that just really helps us be able to provide more resources to everyone because we can borrow books from them, they can borrow books from us, and you can also return your books to any of the libraries in our cooperative as well. I like the term uh, in the playing nice category with other libraries. Again, the website is Herrick District, Herrick District Library. Uh, it's herrickdl.org. That is herrickdl.org. And if you uh, uh, have a question, call the library, 616-355-3100. 616-355-3100.
Heather Thompson, the teen librarian at Herrick District Library, thank you very much for telling us not only about HDL's Makers Month, but a little bit about the library in general. And we're going to try to get the library to join us from time to time, uh, uh, keeping us appraised of what you guys are doing over there. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for having us. That is Heather Thompson from the Herrick District Library on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC.